BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast, episode 99. I am Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello there, brother. Hello, hello, hello. All right, Devin, what are you gonna do for quote number ninety-nine? <laughs> to listen well is as powerful a means of influence as to talk well, and is as essential to all true conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen. You gotta listen well. That's uh, I like. I like. Yeah. I like uh, about that. Right? You know, it's like be a good listener. Be a good, like that's a kind of a thing that right. people know. Like you must you must listen to what whoever's saying, whether it's your spouse or the people you're talking to. You can't just talk at people. That's right. The most annoying thing in the world when someone just yeah. talks at you, not to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like exactly. I like the point that it makes a point of saying it's as powerful. Um, a means of influence as to talk well. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not just you're not just doing it to be like uh, kind. To get what you want out of any conversation, you have to listen well and to get some yeah. type of influence over the conversation or what you're trying to discuss. If it's something simple, then whatever. But right, if you want to have something get done. You should uh, be a good listener. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, that is, yeah, like when you, I think that angle, right? And understanding that being a being an active listener is just as important as being part of a, like a conversation, right? Because you have to be able to fully grasp what's happening around you in that conversation. Like, right. you know, to, you're not going to, Let's say like a debate, right? You're not going to win someone else else over if you don't know their perspective. Mm. If you don't listen to their side of the conversation, then you're only giving them like you have to be able to rebuttal something that's important to them based off what they said. So so in any conversation, right? Exactly. Just it's the importance of understanding what's coming from that other end of the conversation and understanding how to best approach how your rebuttal is, whether that's a positive or that's like a, you know, like I said, like a debate, <laughs> it's, it's important to, uh, to be a good listener an active listener, yeah. an yeah. active influencer. That's a, what an yeah. influencer is. <laughs> right. a, a good, well, not necessarily th- these days, but you know, yeah. 
Uh, but actually, no, really very much so because, you know, that's, that's an ex perfect example of like analytics, right? That's a good listener. Mm -hmm. That's someone who's listening to what the feedback is. You know, you're listening to the other side of the debate and you're understanding what your next uh, portion of, you know, contributing to the conversation is in any part of life. Um, right. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, goes right back to school. You know, I'm back in school this week. Uh, hey. And, uh, you know, I had to tell someone today that they had to listen with their ears and their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> talking and saying you're, you hear me is different than, like, you just not talking and actually actively listening to me. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I yeah, think that's good, uh, and you know, makes sense with our podcast. Got people listening. Yeah. There, there's um, <laughs> there's a uh, thing talking about these get-togethers, and any time you ever are out socially, whether it's to a bar or maker camp or something, right? It's terrible when you get stuck in a one-sided conversation. Yeah, and they just <laughs> yeah. keep talking at you, and you like you try to uh, get yeah. a word in, but they don't. They don't even let you. You're like, dude, I want to work with you here. I'm trying to, but you're just yeah. bowling over my questions and, like, getting past it, like, trying to, like, oh, it's brutal. It is, yeah. And the best conversations are the ones where both both sides of the conversation are contributing and also mm -hmm. responding mm -hmm. equally, you know, mm -hmm. showing interest in both sides of the conversation, making sure that it's an actual two-person or two-part or multiple part <laughs> and not just one part. Like you said, that just, like, someone talking at you is like, ugh. There's a uh, there's a great um, uh, curb your curb your enthusiasm episode mm -hmm. where they're at a you know they do a lot of like dinner parties and get-togethers right and it's like a table let's say of like ten people and the two people in the middle of the table um take over the conversation but it's a, it's like a, a terrible thing that only those two are interested in. <laughs> and he, right, the, yeah. he he like and then Larry David like gives a sign like to talk to someone to like the host of the party. He's like, "What are they doing?" He's like, he, and they keep saying he's a terrible middle. He doesn't know how to middle, <laughs> so they don't know how to middle a table. Which is you know you have to keep it open. You also have to yeah. pull in other sides, stuff like that, and you have to be able to hold this like a good story that everyone can relate to. <laughs> so he like pulls them. He just comes in like Larry da David way, like yeah, you know you're not a, you're not a good middle. You can't sit here. Like, what are you even thinking you can middle? What, get out. Like, go down towards the end. Like, I love that term. Like, oh, you can't middle. That's funny. I, isn't it, isn't I, it funny? That is, yeah. And I'm definitely a person who always wants to be in the middle. Like, <laughs> I, because I feel like it's important that, like you said, like, you got to be able to play off both sides. You got you to gotta want to bring in the conversation around, like, bring right. in other people's perspectives. But then also know when there has, like, you know, there's a conversation going over here that might just stay over there. Yeah. You know? And also, if, if you middle, <laughs> you, you don't get stuck on one side with something you don't want to talk about. Yeah, right. You exactly. can pick your side. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you just, like, do side. that whole turn, like, and eh, I'm going back yeah, over I'm, here I'm going gonna, gonna to talk to this side. Over here, and then I'm, yeah, I'm coming back out. I'm going over here. <laughs> but you have to, everyone, we got to all try to be good middles and pull everyone <laughs> into a con. That's, that is such a, 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 I don't know what it is. Trying to pull, you need someone to do that. Right. Pull people into the conversation. Hey, you do that. You, oh, what, what about, what do you think? Like, just try to, because it, it makes it, yeah, it makes it better for everybody. That's like yeah. a key party trick. Like, yeah. <laughs> going out, having drinks, like pulling people in. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and and seeing who 
who you kind of you have a glimmer like oh they'll be interesting or they're laughing at the right things <laughs> like not that any of us are special but it's like oh this person's really getting along with the group here like i know right. they have something to say so you like pull them in like yeah what do you think and then or like or or you know make fun of them a little bit to try to like yeah, crack warm them out them of it a little bit yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. yeah exactly you gotta play that angle you gotta play the part the 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 uh the host right you know like you got the one that can it's funny i think who was it uh i think it was justin dietrich that was saying that about you at maker camp last year you know he was like gonna go to bed at one point you're like oh let me get you a drink like hold on and then you're like pulling other people in and getting drinks and you're keeping the conversation going he's like man you're like the like you're like the party guy right you're like the guy that gets everybody having a good time i was like yes that's awesome yeah yeah i mean you need some if, if no one's doing it i'll jump in and do it that's not my yeah. first like go to is to try to be like the guy pulling people in. But if I see right, but if I see there's a chance for a good time, I'll I'll try to uh, nurture yeah, right. it, try yeah. to pull people in. Come on, where are you going? Out here, here. And I'm yeah. obviously since I already probably had ten beers myself, I was <laughs> trying to get everyone I could to continue with me. Right, exactly. Let's keep this party going. <laughs> Two o'clock. Nah, we got a few more hours to go. Come on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Like, I I would uh, if I could choose, I would have like that. I would have like round tables. You know, like whenever there's like a round table at a at a restaurant or a bar. Yeah, that's and it's nice. like the right size for everybody. You know, I'm like, cool, let's do that. You know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. that's like again like that uh, like you know another uh, Larry Larry David, but you know Seinfeld when they sit down at the uh, at the at the counter in the diner. You know, and yeah, they're like the sitting whole... like everyone's next <laughs> to each other and they're like. Who's down there? What George? When did you get here? You know, like talking. Like, yeah, the whole telephone game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you hear about What's Elaine? Going on? <laughs> <laughs> Elaine died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so I love the circle table, right? Because that's just everyone's in. Like you can't be out of the part, out of the conversation, right? It's like small, like ideally it's small enough that everyone can contribute, and there's no head of the table. There's no two different conversations. You know, it's like one. Yeah, everyone's there having fun, having a good conversation. Like I'll push like two rectangular tables together to make a square. Oh, like, all right, yeah. here, let's sit here, let's sit around in the square, you know, because like let's make it, let's make it one one group rather than multiple groups. Yeah, there's yeah. one great table in the back of the uh, Orioles press lounge that has kind of traditionally been like the productions table because our old right. PA announcer, old Vietnam vet, like grizzled, grizzled guy, he scares people away, but he's like the sweetest dude in the world. He used to hold it down. He'd get that spot for us, and we'd all keep that table. And now we kind of just adopted the table. But it's the only round table in the place. Right. Nice. And that's why we love it. You got a big yeah. round. You can fit like six to ten people around it. You know? Uh-huh. It's really yep. nice. Yeah, you make some extra room, squeeze some people in, you know, if they need to. Like, ah, we're good. Come on over. Like, be part of the conversation, right? Because that's, <laughs> again, yeah, that round table, you all feel like, you're like, there's no head, right? You know, so it's everyone is just like <laughs> equally part of the conversation. No yeah, one has nights, the middle. Nights the round table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then your middles are just like the the encouragers, right? The people that keep things going or the people right. who will like, who keep the conversation alive for the whole circle and right. not just like two or three people on one side, you know, who are like just talking, you know, like, no, no, what's going on over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds interesting. You laugh at their joke across the table. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's good. You like, contribute They're like, no, it. stay on your side, pal. What do you think about that? You're too far. You're on the opposite <laughs> side. You can't You can't side the circle. This is our side. <laughs> I like that. The laugh The laugh break into a conversation. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like that. Well, you better know what we just said, or I'm kicking you out of this conversation. <laughs> we just laugh your way in here not knowing what's happening. Nicole, my wife, is a is a um I would say she's not a good middle <laughs> because um because she she's not she doesn't have like a forceful presence, you know? And uh and she's that's that's like her self like critique she said about herself multiple times where like there'll be a conversation going and and there's something that we're all talking about and there's something that she could like interject that's really good but then she can't find the way to interject it while other people are talking and then by the time she has a moment moment we're like past like whatever we were talking about is already gone you know we're like all on to something else she's like dang i missed my chance to like that's her that's interject her being, a little <laughs> being a quiet like older sister with just one yeah. sibling Right, exactly. There's less time uh, with four brothers. You're constantly fighting to <laughs> slip in and interject and try to get a word in. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we have a lot of practice. Get that Battle- joke in, you know. Battling yeah, other right. people at a table for... <laughs> Don't let the group turn up. on you or, or it's <laughs> lost. <laughs> right, you yeah, you right. could be 100% right about whatever you're discussing, but if three other people disagree with you or make are making fun of your your point you've lost anyway <laughs> you're done <laughs> yeah exactly you could be like yeah, hey the sky's <laughs> blue and they're like Devin keeps going on and on about the sky being blue like know, who like, cares blah 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 i'm you know, like of course I know, the sky's blue duh. <laughs> it's just blue or maybe it isn't who knows i'm like no it is blue you're like ah shut up <laughs> it's, you've lost it's too late now like, yeah, all right yeah, whatever yeah. sky's whatever you want to be okay <laughs> i'm out of the conversation i'm going home i'm done fine <laughs> fine but, um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I know we're, we're Dustin and I have to listen to each other and you guys all have to listen to us, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you're still here and you've been here from the beginning, we're on episode 99, <laughs> one away from our big 100. And, uh, we keep like thinking like, I was like, oh, I gotta do something big, you know, I gotta reach out to someone big. And then it's just been, I don't know too busy maybe not too busy maybe i'm just too lazy you know to like to put that yeah, extra well, effort and in. and the really big ones i think we'd want to have are a little bit too out of range even though we could right. ask them but we don't yeah. necessarily have connections to certain people some we do some we don't right so it'd just yeah. be like a big ask but yeah um also then you know it's we're just gonna do a uh well we're, we think we can get it done a four brothers podcast yeah four brothers podcast no derek and drew are both good so for next okay. Thursday night, so we should so, be good. And I was thinking, Dust, we should, you and I should, um, hopefully do some type of trivia or a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah, right on. And then we'll we'll, we'll pitch in stuff. a few a few prizes or something for. Yeah. I guess it'd be them them playing against, or or well, we just buy a bu- like, yeah, we'll just you or know. we buy a bunch of gift cards to somewhere, and then right. maybe we get a few back if we like right. <laughs> get it win right the game. exactly like, oh. yeah. And I we spent do fifty cool, bucks you know. on gift cards, but you right. guys got twenty of them. I got thirty back. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like the other reason why I was thinking, you know, I kept thinking about different people to try to have on, but it was something about like having someone on only because it's like a significant number seems less to that person. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. a big thing. Like, you're here because it's our big thing, you know? And so you're and, the big... And then what about the other people? Like, you bring on someone later, like a couple episodes later, that's just as cool in your mind, and they're like, well, I wasn't the 100th, you know? Right. And, 100th and episode those, guest, and, you know? So And if we get someone new and bring them in, they, it's not, you know, they have nothing to do with it, unless they did, right? But, you know? Right, we exactly. Have, we should probably... The Brothers was a good one. We just didn't know if we yeah. could make it work, but it seems like we can, so... Yeah, and, and that's such, such a fun thing to do, and we've had it for other big, like, a, you know, holidays and things, and that's mm. a good... You know, like, it's bring, let's bring that back, right? And we've done a bunch over the over the 100 episodes where we've done, like, six or seven, maybe, with, you know, all four brothers at this point. And, um, you know, so it's it's a significant thing that we like to save for important, you know events like getting together to drink on St. Patrick's Day or getting together to drink on 4th of July or you getting know. together to drink on the 100th episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that way it's fun. You know, we like it's special because it's all four of us and, you know, that's it just goes back, right? Yeah. yeah. So four listen brothers. up for that next week. We'll get that yeah. going. Uh, we've been yeah. up to a bunch of stuff. Um Whew. Since last time recording. <laughs> Since last time. Yeah. Um, so I think, I know when we were talking last week, we talked about like um, catching up on the, you know, breaking the bow. Right. So that was a yeah, big one, yeah. right? We broke, yeah. broke the bow. And at that point, I think by when we recorded last week for the podcast, I hadn't even started on the stave yet. Um, I don't think I had like taken, maybe I'd taken the bark off. I'm not sure. But I don't think so. So since last Thursday, it's this is this is Thursday. You know, episode will come out tomorrow, Friday. So since last Thursday we recorded, I've taken a raw stave from I think it was raw all the way. You know, no even bark and everything to a bow that is ready to start finish tillering. So Mm. and, and not like that. I did that every day. You know, it's like so Friday we had dinner with our friends because their parents were in town. So we did that Friday night. So I didn't, didn't work on the bow Friday, Saturday. I had um, a birthday party in the afternoon and then had a uh, party in the evening. So I think I worked someone Saturday morning on the bow. Um, maybe that's when I was doing like taking the um, sapwood off or bark or sapwood. And then Sunday night or Sunday morning i made the wooden axe which i post on instagram i got tons of likes tons of comments because it is a super fun and kind of an odd thing to make out of all wood right but i didn't just like you know i didn't just like profile it i made the handle and the head separately the same way i've been doing the um, the swords so like the guard is separate yeah i was like man that's a really cool axe dustin's doing that instead of the bow yeah (laughs) (laughs) that took a little that took some time yeah it did i think that probably took me like three hours or so um to do everything from you know like starting from raw wood all the way to the wrapping the leather and doing the you know and whatever doing finish Mm -hmm. i used axe wax finished it with axe wax and made a little belt holster i was making that for my buddy sean's son emery whose birthday it was so Made that for him because I made him a wooden sword at one point. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll make him another, you know, weapon for his sword belt. So he got a little little axe. Um, so I made that, and then we went to the party, and we hung out there, you know, all afternoon and evening. And then uh, Monday, back to school for the first day. I know last week we I was in, like, uh, the week before school where teachers were there, and I talked about that a little bit. But 
Um, started school Monday and then Monday afternoon came home. And so at that point I had the, the stave ready, um, to chase a growth ring. So I had taken off all the sapwood. So the light color wood on the outside of the bow underneath the bark. So I removed the bark, removed all the sapwood and got down to the heartwood. And then, so on Monday I chased the growth ring completely. I profiled the bow, drew out the limbs, measured everything, cut it all, shaped it all down to kind of a rough tillering. Um, so I had limbs that were ready to be heat bent. Um, and then Tuesday I spent a little bit more time shaping the limbs down, getting kind of to a point where I was comfortable bending them and then all Tuesday afternoon. Right. So worked all day, came home and from like five to nine thirty or something or 10, uh, worked on the bow and shaping it both nights. So Monday, Tuesday, working on the bow to the point where yesterday, when you came over on Wednesday, we were able to do a little more, a little bit more touch up and then put the rawhide backing on. Um, so with this bow, I'm doing the rawhide backing, um, just to add that extra level of security across the back of the bow. So I know that there's a really strong, um, you know, backing there that'll, that'll bind to all that wood and create a really strong, uh, that's the back of the bow, the part that faces away from you when you draw, it needs to be a single, you know, consistent layer of something that's keeping all your strength and that's keeping the bow from splitting out and exploding again. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so we did that. So we glued on the back, glued on the, um, you know, the rawhide film that you and I together and had a little snafu along the way. So all of this stuff, this like last week of hustle, hustle, hustle to get this bow ready to shoot again this week. Um, I've been, I was filming along the way, all the stuff we figured we would do, you know, film a bunch of stuff and then Devin could put clip together like a time lapse of one minute, you know? So broke the bow. We're not going to show an entire bow, another bow being built. We're going to show up to the point where we stopped and the broke, broken bow. So, you know, we, I've been working that and got like a couple hours of footage and, uh, you know, Devin and I were looking at it and, and the reason why we were looking, we weren't looking at the footage. We were looking at the GoPro cause I had mentioned that I had, uh, briefly looked to see where time-lapse was and I couldn't find it because there's like a way to change the speed, but it's like a, it's like a slow-mo, not a time-lapse. And that's within the camera setting, within the video setting of the GoPro. So I'm looking around and, and I didn't look super hard because again, when we went back to the whole thing where you were filming and you thought about doing it in time-lapse, but you were filming instead and we actually caught the bow breaking on camera. Mm -hmm. Right. So every time I like spent more than a minute just kind of fiddling around like the few times that I was looking to see if I could find the time lapse feature. I was like, eh, whatever, I can't find it. I'll just shoot it again. Like there's enough room on the card that, you know, we're not going to hurt for footage if we have too much, you know, like you can always edit right. more down right. to a little bit. But so, yeah, so I had a decent amount of footage, like each kind of process that like taking the bark, taking all the sapwood, chasing a growth ring, trimming the bow down, literally like everything. I had a few minutes, you know, of footage, like a few clips of four or five, you know, maybe three minutes here, two minutes here, you know, move the camera around a couple of different times, get different angles and things. So you have plenty of stuff to work with. And then uh, we're taking a look through it and Devin decides all that's junk and he formats the card and we've got nothing. 
<laughs> no, we were just we were looking at it, and we you were you and I were looking together, like trying to figure out where we could where the uh, the time lapse was, and we like hit this button. We hit it one point, and it came up, and it was like you know error. You need to either like like the card needs to be reformatted to do this step, and then there were two options: cancel or format. And so, like, we did it once, and I hit cancel, and then, like, we're kind of fiddling around, and we get back to it again, and you're just, like, and you go to, like, swipe it away or something. You're just, like, no, no, that's not what I want, and you just hit format. Yeah. And it was, like, there's, <laughs> it's just, like, no time at all. It was, like, and formatting. You were, like, oh, no, no. You tried to turn off the camera, and it was, like, no. gone. <laughs> just gone. It's, uh, <laughs> now, it's my fault totally, but I, I have to, the design, usually, mm-hmm. when you go to format something, it gives you a prompt that says, are you sure you want to delete all clips? It's reminding you, saying, this is what formatting is. I already knew what formatting was, but they give you one extra yeah, clear so, thing saying, yeah. do you want to delete all clips, yes or no, after you hit something like that? So it's usually like exactly. three, three yeah, there's clips. There's a fail-safe, at least one, right? And with yeah, the, so, right, yeah. Yeah. With so, the yeah. GoPro, it's uh-huh. got so many... If you haven't used it for a while, it's a lot of these swiping from left, swiping from up, swiping mm-hmm. from down. It's a lot of these because it's just a touch screen. So if right. you don't remember which swipe is where, you're just trying to swipe through things and clear them to find back, it. Yeah, back, right. swipe out, swipe back. So I'm, I'm just trying to hit stuff and move it out of the way. And it, like <laughs> yeah. it did prompt me one thing, but yeah, because you you hit the thing and it's like I forget what button it was, but you hit the button and it says. Um, to do this whatever right. command whatever said to do this you have to like error to do this thing you have to for, format the right thing. it's like and you're so changing it something yeah. it's but it's it not doesn't like... even say like this will delete all of your everything that's on your card you right. know like although <laughs> if you know what formatting is you know what that means but mm-hmm. yeah so it's like yeah so so it's a little bit you know i'm just saying i've never done that on anything else you know accidentally but I did do it, so that idea that we were going to show everything is out the window. <laughs> yeah, right. And we and, talked I about mean, a few which... different things, like what we could do, like use some footage yeah. from the first one to like fake it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I still but think I mean, that could be kind of interesting. Like, I don't know, maybe whatever, whatever you do for the transition will be fine, you know, because it's fine. People have already seen everything we've done up to that point. They didn't see any of like the other stuff right and that's the other reason why all that kind of footage was a little bit more important because we started with a bow that was already roughed in you know a, a bow stave because yeah. i had we... already had a bow stave that was ready to go so it was like roughed it was real thick it was you know an inch and a half by two inches thick each limb which mm-hmm. is like a thousand pound draw you know so and it was like a big it was just blocky and roughed in so we had to start from that but so it would have been good to have all that other footage yeah. saying, like, okay, well, we couldn't start from this, like, thing that we've already done this for, so now we're going to start from the beginning. Here, you know, here's a minute of me, like, taking bark off, taking sapwood off, chasing a growth thing, cutting it down, tillering it, yeah. shaping it, you know, bending yeah. it. Um, but, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, our original plan, well, I guess maybe was or wasn't to show that, but it was, you, we mentioned, and I've already edited that part of the video where you're already saying... Right. Hey, check it out. Here's a couple. Like you go over and you show a stave not touched. You mm-hmm. show the roughed in one you have, and then you show one that has clear rings on it. You talk about right, it, right, 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 and talk about if you want to see the process of chasing a growth ring and that type of stuff, right? Which is the big important thing. People understand how to. I mean, the roughing in of 
shaping it down on a bandsaw or something right. like that or an axe, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But the, the difficult thing about Osage is chasing the growth ring, which we right. went over in depth yeah. in the other one. So it's already yeah. been done. Right. And that so, – so that was there. And really, yeah. we are – we're backtracking – we got you up to a point where Dustin's tillering, and it's actually getting really close, and we're starting to think, hey, we'll get this done soon. Like, he might be able to shoot it next time we shoot. Like, he's so close, you know? He's yeah. got the, the um, it lawed us the string on it. And, security. Uh, right. Yeah. And yeah. then, right, it was so, so I mean, people like, have pretty, they saw as much of it as we planned for them to see. Originally, and yeah, now exactly. Originally, and now... We're adding an extra thing, actually, because we're doing right. another bow. Not yeah. not only do you get the content of seeing a bow break, which is not is I would assume is pretty rare to capture yeah. that on film, right? Yeah. Um, then you're going to see us shift and go. Okay, well, here's the next scene is Dustin walking and then going downstairs and saying, "Okay, here it is, kind of roughed in where I had it before, right? Yeah. Caught up a little bit before where the last one ended." Mm-hmm. And we're going to actually do a little, we're going to add another step, which is this rawhide right. thing, which is interesting to see and something we've never done. Yeah. And then right. I'm going to continue more and give you a little bit more time lapse of some of the other stuff. A little yep. bit more tailoring, uh, putting the, um, what do you call them? The, the knock, the, the, the um, not the string knock, grooves in. Right. So, so yeah. putting the, some of that stuff in just to catch us up. So yeah, we are losing a lot of the footage that we wanted, but we're still, because it broke, we are still adding more stuff like we would have not had a rawhide bow in this Mm. uh stuff like that so it's we're losing a lot but hopefully people don't complain and if they do whatever they can uh, talk in the in the comments and make uh, you know like whatever (laughs) yeah yeah complain all i want in the comments they they didn't show they showed like half of one bow and the half of another like what what are we watching like (laughs) i don't know maybe our maybe our title would be like making a 100 pound war bow twice like, twice yeah exactly yeah. something like that you know <laughs> i mean, that's why i was think- i was thinking like do uh something with like you know holding the broken bow you know like and have that as something with the thumbnail but uh i know but, it's, I it's know, hard we'll to right it's hard to you kind of have to pick one thing i also yeah. have this image of us which i can talk about the the location that we're trying to mm. do the range test in this tournament thing um, it's right. gorgeous. So I have the idea we're going to do some simple decorations with like pennants hanging and, and some things like that. Just, you know, some flags and stuff just to make it look kind of Ren Festy, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, so have that shot of you pulling it back with all that stuff in the background. Maybe some of our friends and family that are around, maybe some of the soldiers, because by then we won't we'll be done shooting them. Right. So yep. they can kind of be in the background like they're coming at you or they're like on your side or something, you know, just. Yeah, I think it will make a great thumbnail. So I, I don't, I don't know if we can fit in something else like the broken bow, which probably might also be good. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> after we deleted it, yeah, we uh, shot today again. Yeah, yeah. So we shot yesterday. Did all the applying the the backing, the rawhide backing, mm-hmm. and then wrapping the staves to mm-hmm. you know keep it all down really nice while it dries. And then it dried overnight. Um, I brought it upstairs. It, it stayed in my bedroom with me overnight <laughs> to stay safe because it's really uh, you know extra damp down in our in the shop. So mm. to ensure that the that the um, the glue would 
dry well. I brought it upstairs into the to the the, the uh, drier, warmer <laughs> portions of the house. <laughs> Nested on it like a mother hen. I did, yeah. Cuddled with it. You know, it's got a nice back set to it, so it was a good little spoon. Like, why are these rags? Why are these? Why, why are these rags mommy? all sweaty? No, that's weird. <laughs> it's gotta ring them out again that. halfway through the night. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I brought it up with me, and then today we shot again just briefly too, because we wanted to. I wanted to show like taking it off and then trimming down the rawhide backing, so it's just the width of the limbs, and then uh, and gluing it down. You know, using a little super glue trick, which I did like clean up a little bit since after you left. Um, you know, I sanded it some and cleaned it. You know, got it cleaned up so it's ready to continue with tillering. So I'll continue with that and. Uh, yeah, we shot that today, and then I'll just continue doing tillering, and I'll get some shots, uh, some time lapse of a few different things, and some you know some regular speed shots of a few different things, and we'll have that extra footage there. And as long as you uh, think that's suitable, you don't delete it on me again, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, we'll have it. You know, obviously, like again, we want to kind of capture as much as possible because you like you said, like we've said in the past, you never know when something interesting is going to happen. It doesn't matter what that, if it's like dramatic, like catching it breaking, or if it's just some interesting bit of thing that happens, you know, or like, or something that happens while we're shooting. And then like, then I talk about it, you know, it's like, yeah, you can recreate it, recreate something, but just having that like candid moment is really special sometimes. And that's caught some of those fun things over the years that have happened in builds. So, yeah, so I'll shoot it. And then, and then we're, we're still in a time line so we're in the timeline for next saturday to shoot the ending so we have what's the plan possibly getting together on sunday and thursday yeah so that means i need to tiller and work and get it you know bending well by sunday and um my in-laws are coming to town saturday morning (laughs) (laughs) and tomorrow I'm recording, I'll be a guest on the Knives Templars podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'll be doing that tomorrow afternoon. So that's, I'll be recording around 5.30. Usually, I think that podcast usually goes anywhere between like an hour and a half to two and a half hours like ours can, you know. So, yeah. So I'll be on that for a couple hours and then I'll have a couple hours afterward in the evening. Um, depending on what the family and friends are doing Friday nights because we usually do something. But off Saturday morning, I'll have, you know, time on Sunday as well. My in-laws are in town, but we're kind of getting ready for my daughter's birthday, which is on Monday. So, you know, I can spend a couple hours um, those days tillering. And at this point, you know, tillering can go quicker, right? Because yeah. it's big it's big movements until it's little, little movements, right? So it's not right. like there's not a ton of medium movements. And by movements, I mean like, how much material take off at a time to get to bending limbs, right? It's like you you kind of work big. You take a lot of material off, a lot of material off, a lot of material off, and then things start to bend really well, and then you slow down. And you take right. just like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then you're close. So it doesn't necessarily take a lot of time. You know, it, t- it takes a lot of experience to be able to go quick, but it also, um, you know, when it gets to this like that transition between when you stop doing the big material remover and you get into the small material removal, 
that's that's critical moment, right? So you got to know when to stop so you don't go too far and get to a point where you've got a big hinge in one of your one of your limbs and there's nothing you can do about it unless you want like, you know, a a 30-pound draw bow. So, right, you can always take material off and make it lighter, but for like a usable bow, you want it to be a certain draw weight, so and ours is yeah. getting it to be like a hundred pounds at around Which, somewhere between uh, twenty eight and thirty inches, you know. So, yeah, Which, uh, Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like the anxiety level's going back up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the only thing better than breaking a bow in a video is breaking two bows in a video. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that'd be uh, so disappointing. Then we gotta just so stop the whole thing. And we have to right. move on to the to the fantasy knife and everything else. Right. And, yeah, because we have the fantasy uh, knife, which is why we're kind of in a, like, that's why it's stressful at this point is because we have deadlines, right? We have a deadline for this video because we have a deadline for our next video. And that's just the reality of being a content creator. You know, like you got I mean, deadlines. We got we to take a year or you have or you don't have to, but, you know, for the channel, we got to take a year off from those. I know. Uh, it's right. tough, yeah, exactly. man. It's like every six months we get hit with another one. It's great yeah. to be in it, but it's like, oh, man, we got this. Also, yeah. we're rushing to finish this thing. Right. Or and, even and, well, we're rushing to start it right now. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, you know, the issue is more like that we're not just a knife making channel. Mm-hmm. Right. So we want to do other stuff. And those other things are what make, I think, our channel interesting. Right. Is that there's a variety of things that can be yeah. made. And, and, and obviously not all of them are going to be bangers and they're not, they're not all going to hit every time. But I think keeping that variety keeps a, a wider audience, um, you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so. and this one, I'm I'm really excited about it. We have a this stuff planned. We do a skit in the beginning with uh, yeah, the bunch yeah. of the soldiers walking and like the scene <laughs> where Dustin's hunting them. Uh, we yeah. already have. We did a little. Uh, I guess we won't talk about, or we can. Anyway, yeah. you see him in the middle of the video. Dustin kind of walks by one, has a little interaction, just goofy stuff. But just yeah, it'll be packed full of s- stuff. Yeah, this video it will just be a big, fun, fat video. <laughs> with hopefully a rawhide backed bow that works great <laughs> right exactly and we have perfect yeah. weather on saturday to shoot this stuff because yeah i went um today uh our dad called me and he's like hey uh if you want to see that the farm because he actually reached out to a, um, a friend of his that he's worked with an amish guy he knows um and he's got a big beautiful farm in in pennsylvania over 100 acres and I was talking to him about, hey, actually, so I'm like, I may have talked about this last time, but the, the big field next to us would be a perfect place to shoot right. this bow thing, yeah. but it's got corn right now. And I, I'm like, do you know what kind of corn it is? I'm asking questions like, do you think it'll be harvested by then? And he's th- probably not. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, crap, where do we want to go? We thought about doing it near right. your house, but there's issues with that. And then Yeah, the golf well, course I mean, or, or even just like our property, but it's not as long as we'd like to have and yeah right we would just want to let loose and see a big huge area or a big huge hill and just shoot them as far as we can and not worry about anything so um we got permission to shoot on this farm of a a a friend of our dad's and uh pennsylvania yeah yeah and and i he called me today and we're talking about stuff and i was like are you nearby and he actually was i was like why don't we just go now yeah. He's like, right. 
okay, I'm here. I'll meet you there. So we, we drove up there. It's only 15 minutes away from my house and maybe 20 minutes, but not far oh, at that's all. That's right. Yeah, New Freedom, right, because that's up right across the border. Like, mm-hmm. right, Yeah, so. New Freedom. It, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just up there. It's right, right near the PA line. Um, yeah. and, and we went up there, and we're driving. I'm just looking around like, God, it's really nice up here. I mean, it's nice all around northern Maryland area, but it was like. Right, especially nice. I think we're hitting some more Amish farms, which are more pristine. You know, you don't have a lot yeah. of junk around. Yeah, it's right. just like <laughs> nice buildings and nice clean fields and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I see our dad's hand reach out and he's pointing o- o- over across to the right. Yeah, right. And I, yeah. I'm like, well, he must be saying these are the fields. And sure enough, because I had I already started going like, oh, that's a really nice, really nice spot. Right. And I see yeah. him pointing over at it. I'm like, oh, yes, this is perfect. <laughs> and then we go and we stop and say hello to – he wasn't there, but we said hello to his family and then and walked across the street to the to the field. And it – I mean, I put it on Instagram and maybe I'll, maybe I'll take more pictures or something, but it's just this perfect two or three fields. There's a stream in the middle. Yeah. It goes up in the background. There's a perfect hill to shoot off of if we want that's – got a beautiful view from it um it is just like the perfect spot to shoot <laughs> super excited i got that I was like this is great and and there i think he planted wheat or or something hay something for next year whatever it is right um so it's real low you know it's yeah. already like it looks just like shrubby grassy kind of so it's like perfect yeah, it just looks like a field like that would yeah. be in england you know that they'd be right. fighting a battle on you know like just kind of a rolling and, yeah. hill and, and we won't have kind to, of ro- well, hills we, roll we, up and trees in the background and, yeah. yeah we will have to search for arrows but we will it will have much better chance because it won't get caught in some rough and and we'll just yeah uh dad and i were discussing how far we thought they would go and uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see. I was like, well, we'll just take out, once we know the war bow shooting, then we'll just take it out and shoot one. <laughs> we'll go to the yeah, top right. of the hill, and, and he'll launch one, and we'll go, okay. And just let her rip. We'll, yeah, we'll just right. start there, and then the video will build up. Yeah. But we need to. We will have to do one behind the scenes just to see where, where yeah, we should right, even start. Because right. I don't want to oversell it. And put the guys yeah. way out there, and then all of a sudden, you know, it falls 150 yards, which, you know, <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, like it's, you know, but <laughs> so I just want to yeah. have a general idea, like, oh, that's the max we'll put, right. maybe we'll put the the whatever, like right out there, or a little beyond that, just to give it a yeah, uh, yeah, and I've never, thing. I, I've never done what what that's called in the bow making world is a full send. I've never done a full send, right? You know, like where you're full draw, you're at 45 degree, like optimal angle, and you just let it rip. Like right. full send. How far is that arrow going to go? And that's like, that's long bow shot, you know? So like when you read that in stories, like they were outside of long bow shot. That's, yeah. you know, that's like as far as an arrow can go from a yeah. war bow. And like, I don't know what that is. I'm super excited to try it. Like I'm right. sitting here like getting goosebumps and smiling because like <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. You know, and, and having, like, our buddies there and stuff. People are going to come up and shoot with us, and my daughter's going to come, and, you know, that it's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's it's just so, going to be a fun yeah. day. We're planning all types of stuff, like we said last time. Yeah. Like, prizes and things, and we'll have them spread out to where we're trying to get a, a, a gauge of Dustin's distance with the Warbow. But then we will we'll bunch them all right. up, like, mid-range. You know, where everyone can hit them, where mm-hmm, 50 and 40-pound mm-hmm. bows can hit them. 
we'll do a contest with that yep. and have them all grouped up as if they're a little unit walking across the field and then we start launching at them and then yeah, then like we'll bring them yards or something yeah then we'll bring yeah. them closer where you can actually you have a pretty good chance of hitting it you know if you're halfway right. decent yeah. and then just then they'll just be picking ones I, I think this one and then we'll have random i think like we said last week we'll have random amounts assigned to them and they'll yeah, be worse stuff right. and we'll just be giving out prizes all day just as if it's like a tournament and for thanks to these people for for you know their help and stuff it, it's just fun to have yeah. that stuff and yeah exactly it makes it it makes it fun for those people it gives mm-hmm. them some like a drive to help out right because we're going to ask them to come out and help us move like you know move flat you know, like soldiers around all day <laughs> like all right let's yeah. all walk out you know 800 yards and grab these and walk them back to 500 yards and set them up and come back <laughs> right. and then move out of the way and shoot for a bunch and then go and move them again and you know like and it, t- it so, does take you know. like a shoot also takes patience yeah right anyone who's done like any shooting like if you're shooting with it's a lot of patience a lot of people going like wandering around like what's going on what are we doing you're doing it again, like just quiet. What's that? What are we doing now? What are, yeah, if you don't right. want to be in it, just like walk away, go somewhere else. We're trying to get this thing done, but it takes it takes a while yeah. to get the stuff done. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I appreciate people hanging around, and so yeah, it's going to be a blast. Um, we'll plan some things. We'll have dark decorations for the for the area where we shoot from, but it's just a, a perfect place. I just I, I see some rain in the forecast, but so we'll see. I'm gonna right on. Yeah. But that that's a weak way yeah, that I think can change it, either way, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and again, like we have we have a date set for that. Um and that's a it's a, a pretty hard and fast date. But obviously if the bow's not done, it's not done, right? If we can't right. finish it and can't shoot it, we can't do it on that day. Um, but you know, I'm going to do my best to get it done by that time, which I think is fine. It's I think I have more than enough time to do it, you know, but, uh, Right, you know, I got to sacrifice a few things like Tuesday and Wednesday. I normally sail this Tuesday and Wednesday. I didn't sail. I just worked on the bow, <laughs> but it was kind of cool. I I asked my daughter on Tuesday, you know, because she's been sailing with us on our on our crew on Wednesday night. So I was like, "Do you want to? You know, I'm not going to be sailing tomorrow night. Do you still want to go? Because Sean lives right up the street. He sails with us. Um, she was like, "Yeah, I think that's fun." I was like, "Awesome, that's great." You know, I wasn't really expecting her to say that. Um, but yeah. I was super happy that she did like that. She's getting into it enough that she wants to go. Even if I'm not going, you know, she's old enough now, obviously she's, you know, feels confident on the boat and she, I think she's starting to like learn it and she's got a little bit of pride in that, you know, she's yeah, proud right. of herself for understanding. Yeah. Like we've gone out a few times over the summer with like friends and stuff and I'll, I'll ask her to do stuff, you know, like I feel confident saying like, Hey Corinne, can you go to the bow and you know, help the jib go up the, the, you know, the head stay. Right. And she understands what that means, you know, or even if she doesn't, she can go up there. She knows where that is and she can like, and I can guide her from the back of the boat if I'm on, you know, on the tiller or something. And Mm -hmm. so I'm getting more confident in her, in her ability and her ability to understand like just the terminology of the boat. So, yeah. So they, so Sean came and picked her up and they went sailing and had a good night. They said the winds were really good and it was a beautiful night. And, um, I like, I asked her and I was like, asked her this morning because I didn't talk to her much last night because she got home late after, you know, I was shooting for a while. And um, uh, I was like, you know, how'd it go? Like, what place did you guys finish? She was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean? Like, where were you? Were you like first or second or third or fourth? And she's like, nah, I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not paying attention? Like, 
you're racing. That's the whole point. What are you doing? Like the whole point is to understand where you are and to know what position you got. So <laughs> she's like, I think maybe there was another boat in front of us. I was like, okay. You know, so obviously she's not like really paying attention. She's there like You've having fun. Me and all the guys now. are having fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and apparently yeah. like I was texting with the rest of the crew today and uh, one of our crew members was like, yeah, like last night was wild. You know, we broke a bunch of hardware and, you know, and the winds were wild, but it was a great sound. It was beautiful. And I was like, wait, what? Broke a bunch of hardware? Like, wait, what happened? Like, damn, I take one night off and a whole bunch of shit hits the fan. Like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? Yeah. But, yeah. But it was cool, yeah. you know. So so I took the night off, and then, you know, probably uh, next Tuesday I probably won't sail. It, we actually ended up not, like, the crew I sail with on Tuesday didn't end up going out this week because it was, like, a big storm came through. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least I feel good about that, right? I didn't, like, miss out or let anybody down, you know, because I wasn't there to, to do my part in the sailing. So, yeah, and, you know, and, and I'm confident in our – and obviously both crews, like, our, uh, you know – both crews can sail without me, you know, like I think I'm an integral part in both crews or like I'm a good part of both crews, but you know, it's not, you know, we're all, we're all sailors. We all know how to sail the boat. So if someone has to be out for a week or whatever, like we can still race with, with or without those people. So, um, yeah. so it was okay. But yeah, so I'll do that next week, probably take off Tuesday again and just make sure that's done and then work, uh, you know, sail Wednesday and then we'll shoot, um, Thursday. That'll be the last day that we're able to shoot before Saturday. And hopefully yeah. I'll have everything done by that point where we can shoot whatever last little bit we need to, which will be like putting a leather handle on, maybe maybe cutting out an arrow shelf, maybe not. <laughs> I you right. know, I could not do it, you know, it would, the bow we'll would work where we are with the tar shelf. Right. Yeah, right. You know, it, and that wouldn't take me too long. It's, you know, it's not a super hard process, just notching down and then like smoothing it out, you know, cutting out a little knock, you know, it's not, it's not a big, big thing. So we do need to make sure we order those arrows to get those here on time. Have we ordered those yet? We, you looked at, you sent me some arrows and I was like, yeah, those are good. Let's order them. So oh, yeah. we got to do yep. that. Yeah. Um, and those, so there's make some sure. other deck. Yeah, there's some other decoration stuff and things we should order. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh yeah, I gotta whatever. make the, I gotta make the swords. I gotta make the weapons. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, I if, if, well, <laughs> I don't know. I could probably do some of it as well. It, it's yeah. just general bare bone stuff. If if right. we need to, if yeah. it's coming down to it, it's Friday, and we don't have them, or you didn't have time, you know, I'll just right. make them up real quick Friday during the day before work. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. so if all that works out. Then we can get it by the next week. Hopefully, we can get it by Friday night. Right. So yeah. two weeks from now, I'll have I'll be I'm, I've been editing. Well, I, I've edited a few times to try to catch up. Right. And now I will yeah. be editing as well. When Dustin's still building it, I'm still building the video. <laughs> we'll, right. We'll, yep. So that has to get done, <laughs> and then I'll have a few days after yeah. the ending the thing shoot. to yeah. edit all that together and, and figure that stuff right. out so it's it's a big push for everybody um but we want to do yeah. hopefully that next friday we oh, want yeah. to do the premiere and right. we might do it as a premiere just so we can live chat along with people mm-hmm. um and then after we'll yeah do some... yeah definitely do that yep and then yeah, after so we'll, we'll put up a... go ahead go ahead <laughs> i think i think we're i was gonna say delay. yeah we're gonna Okay. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna we we're gonna uh, we'll definitely do the premiere because the premiere is like 
important to be able to chat with people back and forth, right? So we'll we'll set it up so that way there's a premiere time. People understand. Like we'll set up something as soon as I guess as soon as we have a um, uh, what's it called a thumbnail, right? Then we can we can put that thumbnail up with the premiere. I mean, even I guess we don't have to either, right? It could just be like you know AOC you know as long as long as it's something that says there's a bow you know and then there's a premiere and that like you know it's going to happen on this date at this time um, yeah well i've, well, I I've mean, participated in a few and so and those have been fun you know like other people's premiere so we can chat along and, with people in the comments as we go and we can i mean we can basically put it up it doesn't have to be days before we'll just keep talking about it in community and on instagram and on this and and right the yeah. day of we'll be like hey premiere it'll pop up as starting at seven o'clock tonight on friday or eight o'clock and then we'll do that right and then yeah right yeah and then we'll have um that and we'll probably do a live stream after where we do a bunch of giveaways talk about it maybe shoot bows just have a another yeah. shindig with whoever wants to come over and uh, have some drinks and have a good time yeah so yeah, i think that's that'll be fun you know we hit did that for the hundred thousand subscribers and we'll do that for the hundredth video and do the same thing. Like you say, I do some giveaways, you know, some live giveaways while we're doing the, uh, a live stream afterward. So, mm-hmm. and I know your suggestion was like to do, to wait like 20 minutes or half an hour. Or so after the premiere, right? Because a lot of times people will watch if you have a premiere, if they don't get there at the very beginning of it, they'll, go back right so say they they jumped in 10 minutes late they'll go back to the beginning of that live premiere chat and like follow along with the chat right you know so so we'll give a little bit a little bit of grace period afterward um i don't know my my thought is that like you want to catch them we want to catch them right after right so they like finish the video we finish the premiere and then they jump right over into the live stream right so then we're there like in person yeah Um, yeah no i uh yeah, but I think you know but I we think can only do one at a time anyway. It's not like we can have the live live stream waiting, right? Yeah, you're right. Because we're yeah. having a premiere, so it needs to like finish. That might be processing. I, I you know I don't even know. No, it probably won't once the premiere is done. See, we've never done it, so we don't know yeah. exactly how yeah, it's yeah. going to go. <laughs> but ha- have that, and then yeah. I th- just give people some time. Yeah, because not yeah, everyone starts it right. Like every premiere I've ever quote unquote watched, I've always come in late. Right. It's like, this is premiering. I'm never there right when it kicks off. I'm always there 10 or 15, and then I roll it back, and then, then you know, you can skip through stuff. You can do it. Yeah. But then, then I, I want everyone you... to be there. So get just like a half an hour in between. And if the right. people, like, it doesn't really matter. It's not a huge thing where we're going to get a, a, a 10,000 people to come join right. us. It's just yeah. who really, who people who like the channel and they yeah. will be there or they won't like it's just come and get some giveaway stuff you know if we yeah get like we got yeah we got a hundred people that'd stuff. be cool yeah yeah right yeah exactly and you know i think that's not you know if there's you know 20 people awesome you know hang out we'll do a live stream if there's 100 people that's great if there's 500 people that's great you know the the people who are there are the people who want to be there because they're they they enjoy the channel and they want to you know be part of something right it's part of something that we're putting out there and that's what's awesome about it. And that's the people that we want to give those. Those are the people that we want to win. We want, we want them to win the giveaways, right? Because they're the yeah. people who, who want to be there with us, who, you know, who uh, have put in the time, right, to be part of that stuff. And, uh, yeah. Right, yeah. So that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll do some, like, sticker packs. We might do some, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. We'll do something. Something fun. Some giveaways. I you know I have like I have a couple axe heads that I think would be interesting to give away. Um, I have uh, and and we're not going to send anything. Sorry, but if you're out of country, I, I don't. Yeah. Get, I don't even <laughs> think we're going to try because we had issues last time. And it's just. Right. Yeah, not worth losing something and people getting upset about it being lost when it's a free thing anyway. So, right, yeah. <laughs> if you're in South America or England or Europe, I, I right. Thank you for coming and we love you, but we're not, we can't send you anything, or at least right. not as a giveaway. If you really want something, maybe Dustin will make it for you and you can pay for it. But <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, if I could, uh, you know, we could send a. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta. If we should have. <laughs> we should like start maybe, a, start maybe, an Etsy store, right? And then we could send like uh, a gift certificate through the email, right? <laughs> like that's something. Yeah, you know, e certi e gift certificate for something or other, you know. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Be like, here's a free uh, link to our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> an e an e card. We'll send you an, an e, -card. e card. Yeah, right. For those who are participating, thanks, thanks for a coming. Lot. <laughs> or no, uh, a uh, what do you call it? NFT? Huh? Ah, ooh, intellectual property. <laughs> we'll, we'll do or a, like it's, a, or it's, it's a yeah, it's a digital, digital yeah, yeah, whatever. like a one-off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was Turn actually I was I was listening to the Work for It podcast today. Um, it's been a little while since I've listened. You know, just I've been super busy. I haven't listened to any podcast really for like weeks. I was just like getting back to school, driving back, you know, and forth to school actually to have have time to like listen so i listened to like knife talk for the first time in weeks i listened to work for a podcast i went back and i was listening to like an old uh episode of the fits all podcast and then i saw today that um they have another episode coming out because they don't do like consistent podcast episodes it's like whenever they want to do one you know so that's right. jimmy Duresta and um andrew alexander and eric from hantle rescue um they do that podcast which is hilarious they're fun together so I was like listening to like somehow listening to an old podcast of that and listening to a sailing podcast and I'm like all back into it. So I was listening to the work for podcast and um, they, they, at one point they were talking about another podcast um, called the, what's it called? Uh, Making our way podcast. Um, and so Brian, I guess Brian was on uh, making our way podcast a little while ago or so and they were just talking about it but uh they mentioned that they're doing a christmas tree ornament exchange like so mm. what they what you're going to do is like anyone who wants to make an ornament you just make it and then it's, i think it's by like november 21st or november or something there's a date in there but the end of november mid to the end of november you have until that time to make your ornament and then you basically just send them a thing saying I've made this ornament, here's a picture of it, I'd like to participate and then they will, once they collect all those people, then they'll exchange, they'll send out information to who you're sending it to and then you just send it to somebody. That's you know, so then, yeah, so I was like, that's kind of cool. So we could definitely do something with that. I think that'd be fun to participate, right? We've got like, I don't know, I got all sorts of stuff in the shop that could be, nice. would make an interesting, you know, like four pound axe ornament. head. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Got to get one of those thick branches close to the <laughs> real close. close. To the middle. It's got to be all the way in. You got to bury put, that baby. Push some lights in around it, you know, nice and deep in. <laughs> it's, no, a booby, like, it's, it's a booby trap for when the cat tries to climb the tree. 
<laughs> the axe heads inside. Wow. <laughs> uh, but you know, I was thinking like uh, we have pieces of like axe or pieces of knife handle and you know things that I've like cut off and things and mm-hmm. things that are kind of cool looking like some exotic wood that is you know it's got like a lanyard hole through it and like what are you gonna do with that? Like we thought about making little keychains and doing gives giveaways and stuff of little bits of different projects we've done on on you know the art of craftsmanship so. I thought maybe we could do something with that, right? Because it's how like about... it's an ornament, and and it's just the fact that it's from a maker, you know, in the community somewhere. So, so everyone's doing just normal ornaments, but no one's doing the topper. So just your head, oh man, your eyes glowing <laughs> and your teeth, like <laughs> it's a bold move. Just make a just make a mini version of our AOC sign and make it the topper. <laughs> you put it on the top of the tree, AOC. Honey, what happened to our uh, our baby angel? <laughs> It's uh, that's uh, Dustin's face. Who's Dustin? He's <laughs> coolest guy on Come YouTube. On. <laughs> Let's do his podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be kind of cool. I just thought it was kind of fun, and you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of like uh, um, the church ex- church church exchange back in the day, where everyone would yeah. would uh, do a, bring an ornament and put their last name on it, and you could like take them off the tree oh yeah yeah that's right we did do that yeah right so yeah everyone put an ornament on the tree all the different families and stuff yeah and then at the end of the season you just take one someone else's right and it's got their name like on a piece of tape on the back and yeah there was always a couple good ones everyone was eyeing up (laughs) yeah the whole season while you're like sitting there and trying to pay attention to the sermon you're actually looking at the tree and looking for like the good like multi-level like brass ones you know like that one lights up you put a light in it (laughs) i think there's like movement to it how do you get to move there's bubbles like (laughs) right exactly when my mom's like all right you better get that you go quick (laughs) we gotta run up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want extra butterscotches? You better hurry up and get that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get and we get two families. We get a an O'Hara and a Miller. So we get yeah, right. Ex- yeah, two exactly. brothers run two. interference. Two brothers <laughs> would put a pick up on some of the fast kids, and the others would slip by. <laughs> or the, the old men trying to get up there yeah. quick. Bam! Watch it, Deacon. Hip check, Deacon. Pow! <laughs> Come on, Doug. Hip check him into the. <laughs> Merv, this is my house. <laughs> it's the Lord's house most of the week. Mine today. Today it's my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's like that's a it's like a, a soft ask, right? So that's kind of an interesting thing, right? To do an ornament, it's not like super big, you know. It's got to be light, so it's going to be probably something that's not going to take a ton of time, you know. So. Like, you know, obviously you want to make something that's cool and has, like, some significance to who you are as a maker. So that way when you get someone else's, you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, they actually, you know, this is what they do. It relates back to what they do. So you know we've got a lot of stuff like that. Cool is to do some type, even if it's just art, art channel working with um, people who watch or other channels. Right. Where you could do, like, an international. I know we said we want to send stuff, but if it's not axes and knives then maybe they'll let it across the border but um some type of flag exchange but you could do your flag in like a designer way like cut out a wood uh, or something yeah then you could send like oh so then we'd have a bunch of small you know you'll do like postcard size mm-hmm. so we could get stuff from creators from oh. you know all over europe and australia and south america oh, cool. and, and yeah you know, Africa and wherever. So then we'd have these little trinkets made. 
by people from all over. And then obviously we'll send them, you know, a USA one, and they can put that wherever they want. But you know, right. we'll just yeah. we'll just then we can just have a, you could have an area of all like, hey, we've got all these all these people from all over the world. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Like I like that. Like a like a postcard exchange, mm-hmm. but uh, but maybe even like a handmade postcard exchange. You know what I mean? Like, so you right, got to so do something. So you're obviously it's just a single card, right? And on one side is your note and your address and whatnot, and the other side is hmm. some drawing or something you made. Like maybe it's printed, maybe it's laser like etched, maybe it's hand drawn, painted. Who knows? Right? That you're like creating something on the side. Maybe yeah. it's a sticker. Maybe it's a little collage. You know, like any like two D thing that you can send in the mail. So it's like these little bits of artwork from different makers around the world. Or around, yeah. you know, for wherever. That's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. Okay. 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 We can start thinking <laughs> about that. Stealing that idea. And, yeah. Uh, no, you know, it's, that's, I mean, that's, there's always different people doing different stuff, different exchanges. You know, I've done like axe, axe, the, whoa, axe exchange, <laughs> axe exchanges and, um. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's know. nice. It costs nothing to send it. Right. Yeah, relatively, postcard. You know, and, yeah. and then then you uh, get something cool, and then we we can put it up. We'll put it up in the shop if someone sends yeah. us something like that. We'll Absolutely. put it up on the Cracker Barrel wall or find a spot for it. And yeah, all right, I like that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a post, and we'll do something with like yeah, like postcard exchange. You know, reach out through DM to the art of craftsmanship or the art of camera guy if you're interested in doing an exchange for you know a postcard. And and I guess you know. I don't know. I want. I want to like. I want to say handmade, but also if someone's got like you know a cool picture of their town in the Swiss Alps, you know, like yeah, maybe so that's maybe the something. Card, you know? It doesn't necessarily have to be the flag of your country. It can be, right? But maybe something local to you about your community. Yeah, like a a, 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 a something you drew of a nearby thing, or something that right, came yeah. from a mill in your town, or or, or um, like yeah, I mean we can send out. We can make yeah. a stamp or something that we can send to a lot of people. Right, yeah. and Yeah, do some, a print, right, some, make a print a bunch, yeah. Or a slight, you know, kind of a, you, we could do a, a stamp and then dust, you could do some watercolor. Right, yep. Accents to like an American mm-hmm. flag or to something to, you know, Baltimore yeah. or, or Mar- maybe the Maryland flag with like hand-painted accents of, of yellow yeah. and red and black and stuff. like. Right, that'd be kind of cool. Maryland yeah. flag would be cool, actually. Because yeah, then, right. then you can exchange that with other people in in the states, right? Yeah, I was thinking of that too, right? Because you you mentioned flags, so I was like, well, we don't want to have it just people who are outside of our country, right? We don't want to have, mm-hmm. well, we don't we don't necessarily want to have like fifty American flags and then three of a different country, right? <laughs> right. But if we had state flags, that would be cool, right? So yeah, like so it would be like place. yeah, you can do country, you can do province, whatever you have in your country, right. And then we right, obviously right. have states, so you can do states or just a picture of a local area or something. Yeah, that'd be cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. I want to like, I want to make it a bigger thing, but I'm also selfish. Like, I want everybody to send it to us. So maybe <laughs> it's just gonna be our thing. <laughs> if you want, yeah, maybe we'll do like a we'll do a big printing of a bunch of cards. We'll just, you know, yeah, it'll like, just be that it, are kind of cool. Be, yeah, and we can make done, a video handmade. of it. Yeah, make a video yeah. of it, like these international cards or whatever and yeah we'll just have it that'll be our thing for us putting stuff on the wall it's like your community cork board is to have people send us one and then we'll send you one right, right back 
you know. And I'm gonna find some more space in the shop. Damn, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. You know, we got lots. Of, there's lots of space in the shop. It might not right. be one wall. It might be all over the place. We're gonna have <laughs> hanging things hanging everywhere. I like right. it. That's cool. It's going to be a burn down my house. <laughs> no, that's cool. Okay. All right. I like that. I'm, I'm going to do that. So so if you're listening and you're interested in participating, I know we have people from all over the place, all over the world who are, who are listening. So um, look for a post. I'll put a post up that kind of just, just briefly describes what we're asking. And if you're interested, just shoot us, you know, shoot us some information and, um, you know, send me a DM or send Devin a DM and uh through instagram and we'll we'll figure it out that way we'll give you our po box that we let yeah that we let go we gotta get it back (laughs) we'll get another one yeah right exactly there's a a, Um, yeah we got a a post post office in our general area that we can we'll just have a bunch of stuff sent to and then yeah yeah Yeah, that'll be cool yeah and also you know like other than instagram too if you don't have instagram you're listening you could also always just send an email to the art of craftsmanship at gmail.com so mm-hmm. that's the main you know our instagram or uh, our gmail uh, email account so cool i like that i like that that's cool right on nice okay cool uh anything else we've been we'll be ready what was i gonna say something else I oh i've been good. uh yeah yeah we're doing some we're gonna do like kind of an interesting thing with uh with uh, Brandon Roost from Whiskey River. Might have him on the podcast in the near future. So listen out for that. Um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen my Instagram post where I'm receiving a box from Brandon. You know, with like a nice long box, which always is a box of axe handles, which I'm super pumped about. So <laughs> we got some axe handles, and we're going to do a little video with some stuff and shout him out, and we're working on a little bit of a, a partnership with Whiskey River. So, um, you know, keep your eye out your eyes and ears out for some more information on that. I think I won't talk too much about it cause it'd be kind of cool to talk to Brandon about it. And I think, um, you know, he's on board to be on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yep. Cool. There we go. All right. Right on. All right, everybody. Well, um, again, you know, you can always head over to Instagram, follow us both you, there. If you're you not didn't, already, you what didn't recommend anything? Oh, recommendations. Oh, Recommendations. Recommendations. I'll do, I'll do okay. one real quick. Um, for general camera stuff, when I was searching for cameras way back when to start uh, this channel, uh, he had he went by a different name. He worked for a camera company, but it's Kai W. Um, K A I and then W. Um, that's his name. But he does great camera reviews, really good stuff. Um, is he on on YouTube? On YouTube, yep. Uh, so I mean, okay, he's got. Again, he's he's big enough where he doesn't need us. He's almost got a million subscribers. Right. Um, yeah. But he's all right. Great. Yeah, and we still yeah we shout out people we like. Doesn't matter. Great. Who they are. Great channel. <laughs> he's got like pretty much any camera that you if you're thinking about getting. He's definitely reviewed it. He's kind of funny, dry wit. He's, I think he's Korean. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even gonna guess. He's an Asian guy with a really thick British accent. <laughs> nice. And and for a while, I think he lived. Um, I, I don't. I'm not even gonna guess where, but somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, he lives uh, somewhere, somewhere in the east, somewhere, somewhere. Uh, he's some type of Asian, <laughs> but lives with a somewhere. thick British accent. <laughs> but no, he's great and funny, and his all his reviews are awesome, but kind nice. of entertaining, and he'll take old lenses put them on new cameras and do this and walk around and just talk and take pictures and it's a great channel um 
yeah, so check it out if you have any interest in pretty much anything cameras. He he's That's he's talked funny. about everything, like video, still, nice. lenses, drones, all that stuff. He uh he's great. All right, right on. I've got a funny story about that. So when I was in uh in college, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, um she took a semester abroad in England and I went and visited her for a week while she was over there. Um, that was during our junior year and we were on the tube, which is what they call the subway in London. Um, and I, or maybe it wasn't, I think it was a grocery store, whatever, but I was walking around and I saw a little Asian girl with her mom, right in the hall, in the, in the aisle. We're seeing there. Okay. But there's whatever walking up and down. And then she spoke to her mom and was like, mommy, I want the blah, 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 something. And it was like the, the most beautiful little English accent coming out of this little like Asian girl. And I was like, oh, yeah, like it just like <laughs> I had this like little like, huh, how about that? Like there are different people. There are like all sorts of different different people in different countries that weren't, you know, ancestrally or not from that country, but they lived there long enough. But that, like, you know, that's our melting pot of the USA, right? Is everyone from everywhere can come and find, you know, a home in the, in the U S or like, or in London or anywhere in the world, right? They can move wherever they want and live wherever they want. And like that little girl, this little Asian girl was like, had grown up in, in London, right? So she had a little <laughs> British accent. It was so cute. I was like, yeah, it's one of those things you don't like think you. about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, because here, you know, we have like, like, if you have someone who's not just a white person, right, then like, they either have just as or, or you know, a normal American accent, right, which we don't hear, right, that's just <laughs> our accent. Or they have like an accent that leans back toward their original, you know, family country, right, where they're mm -hmm. from, where like, you know, where they're from like, an Asian country, an African country, or Spanish, or, you know, French, or whatever. So, like, you expect to hear either American or the the nationality that they look. You know, so it was, like, this, like, really right. cool light bulb that went off in my head. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, what a cool thing to experience. There's this, like, whole different culture, different people who are also from wherever in the world, and they moved wherever, and they live wherever, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just... It was uh, a little light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Look at you. <laughs> little British Asian girl. You're so cute. <laughs> that was funny. but <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, um, so my recommendation this week, um, I had a few thinking about cultural things. Uh, one is um, a skit on Saturday Night Live that I have watched multiple times and laugh hysterically every time I do. Didn't you is, already recommend that? Which one? You, you go ahead. Is it the Tom Hanks one? Yeah. Did I recommend it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like a while back? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just watched it again. So it's Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks. It's so funny. It's like the funniest <laughs> skit. So if you've never watched it, go listen. Joe, go search it on YouTube. Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks from Saturday Night Live. It's like the funniest skit. Somehow that came across my feed today and I was watching it. So I was like, oh, that would be another recommendation. Um, and also, um, the like what I was mentioning earlier, a couple podcasts, the um, 
making our way podcast, right? So I talked about that with their um, their ornament exchange. So check that out. Um, they're kind of an interesting podcast. And then um, the Knives Templars podcast, which I will be on uh, tomorrow recording, and then our that episode will come out on Monday. But take a listen. They do a really awesome job. It's a bunch of knife makers talking about knife making. They bring different guests on. There's excuse me, they always do um, like multiple hosts. So you have like four or five hosts that, and then they'll have like a guest on. And it's this kind of rotating group of people that are all these, what we, what we call the group of the knives Templars. And we have a Facebook uh, chat that's going with a whole bunch of guys that are all just like posting pictures of knives they're making and talking about things and what they've been doing. So it's just kind of this nice, like little community similar to like what we have with the, uh, the knife making challenge. And actually Eric rivers from the rivers experience is one of the knives Templars, right? He's, so he's one of the hosts. Um, so yeah, I'll be on recording with them tomorrow. So if you're interested in knife making or just listening to a bunch of dudes talk about fun stuff, you can check it out and that'll be uh, coming out on Monday. And that's again, like on any of the podcasting podcasting platforms that you normally listen to podcasts on. So the knives Templars. So yeah, that's it. Got a couple cool. recommendations, but all right, guys. Well, back to where I was before. Head over to Instagram, <laughs> follow us there. The art of craftsmanship, the art of camera guy, to get all sorts of different behind the scenes stuff. If you are interested in participating yeah, in the newly thought of on the spot, if you've been listening, <laughs> the <laughs> the it's where uh, our best ideas come from. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. The uh, postcard exchange. We will start something with that. I, once once we flesh that out a little bit more, what we want to do, we'll figure out what we want to do on our end. That's something kind of interesting and cool and not just like like we were kind of thinking, like not exactly the same for every person we send it to, but something that's a little special. Um, we'll figure out something, and then when we do, I'll post about it sometime in the next couple of weeks. And then, um, yeah, and then if you're interested in that, like send us a message. Um, Devin, you want to talk about the person who sent you a message on Instagram this week? Um, yeah, sure. No, just uh, forget the name, but someone just reached out and said they did. They, um, they did sign up for the ad stuff that we yeah we got for, kicked off of right for Skillshare. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bob, Bob, some. Well, I don't. I don't want to give away his name. Right. So yeah. But, uh, so Bob, any, uh, <laughs> thank yeah. you. So, yeah, someone reached out to Devin to say, like, hey, I'm not sure, you know, what analytics they were looking at. But he said that he did follow our link and he signed up for a Skillshare. So thank you so much, Bob. We really appreciate it. You know who you are. We're going to leave it at that just in case you don't want your name shouted out there in the world. But, um, you know, we appreciate it because we know people listen and we know people want to support us. And whether or not, like, they're going to support us through Skillshare, of course, that's your prerogative. You don't have to. Like, we we lost the the Skillshare thing because the people who were who we were talking to didn't want to do it. Like that's fine. I didn't want to sign up, sign up for Skillshare. Like I I think it's great. Like when I had the free membership to be able to look through stuff while we were doing our sponsorship, it's a really cool service and they have all sorts of great stuff. But we put stuff out on YouTube to give that stuff out for free, and you know that's mm -hmm. like that's the community we're putting it out there for. So if some of you find some you know, value in Skillshare and you do sign up, that's awesome. And if not, that's fine too. And so for, for Bob, we really appreciate you reaching out and letting us know that it, it, you know, that was kind of a nice thing. It made us both smile that like, maybe there were some people out there that did sign up and somehow it slipped through the cracks and <laughs> yeah. who knows or, or they just, yeah, who knows, but yeah, but we appreciate it. All right. 
So uh, lastly, head over to YouTube, check us out there. Look for our premiere coming up in the next week and a half or two weeks or so. Uh, the ideas that we're going to put out. We're going to do the premiere in two Fridays from today that you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening on the day that it comes out. So the premiere will be there. We'll do that, and we'll do a live stream that night. Um, and you can hang out and maybe win some prizes and chat and you know and commiserate with the broken bow and all the steps we went through. Maybe we'll have the bow there. We can like shoot it, you know, on live. That'd be kind of cool. So, not the broken one. Not the broken one. We'll bring the broken one along. Maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, cut it up into bits and and yeah. give pieces of that off. I can send. And that it out would in be mail. fun. We'll set up a couple of floodlights and put a target yeah. up and, and have a couple. Yeah games and stuff shoot them yeah right yeah so check us out there on youtube subscribe if you haven't already like comment let us know what you think and uh and for those of you who want to support us a little bit further you can head over to patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship and support us there so um we really appreciate that and all that money goes right back into the channel to make cool content for you guys and to like buy wood to cut out soldiers to make like a fun cinematic ending to <laughs> wild videos and and you know hardware and what else you know all of it goes back into the channel it's just fun it's fun making this and it's fun being part of this community so we thank everybody who is supporting us that way over at patreon all right that's all everybody thank you all so much for listening we will be back to you next week with the Four Brothers Podcast, episode 100. Please tune in, listen. It's going to be a blast next time on the, on the podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you then. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.